0: Let's test this out. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm not singing. <laughs> Come on, and Mango, you go. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, never no. mind. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that it. Should've, that should have that should have worked.
1: No, doesn't work. It no,
2: we are not going there.
1: I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only
0: some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm A
1: real-life
2: superhero.
0: The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready
1: to become the hero? Yes. Initiating surprise in three, this two is one. The real Brian Show.
2: Well, we made it to April. That's a good thing. Spring is officially here. And it's also finally showing itself just barely here in Colorado. So it is time to end the week right, nerd out, and have some fun. Wait, what? what what's that I hear? I hear something.
0: Mock, yeah, ing, yeah, bird, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, mockingbird. No, Don't no, no, I thought I heard birds, but no, let's rock it. I think that's one of those things you never want to hear ever again. Am I right, Captain Influence?
1: No,
0: you are wrong. I love that clip. Thank <laughs> you for playing it. Bring it up.
2: I was like, I hear birds. I No, <laughs> that's not a bird. Oh. Welcome it's to the Real Spraying, Brian Show. Brian,
0: it's so beautiful outside.
2: Well, it's almost beautiful here. It's funny because we were just talking and I'm like, eh, we're seeing like, you know, the trees are getting a little fuzzies on the branches. Oh, no leaves so yet. No flowers yet. It's still like that winter's grasp is trying to destroy Never mind. Um welcome yeah. to the Rob Brian show. Thanks for joining us.
0: How you doing, Captain? I I'm, I'm great, Brian. I I uh I'm at home. Yeah. Um and I just don't go out very much right now. Uh I I peek my head out the door once in a while. Get get the windows open once in a while uh, hmm. now that it's getting nicer out. Uh, don't oh. see many people outside. You know, a few yeah. people walking their kids and dogs and stuff, but <laughs> I mean, really, my life hasn't changed too much, people, except that I just don't go to the store ever anymore. So
2: people walking their kids—like, I just had this mental image of like, you know, these parents <laughs> walking around with this leash and a collar around their kids' necks, and you know, just walking their kids.
0: Some kids need that, Brent. Yeah,
2: they some do. You know, that. some kids do need that, and parents don't do that. That's the problem.
0: I think parents could get in trouble if they did that. That's why.
2: No, well, these days, though, I don't think anybody cares anymore. <laughs> Everybody's lost it. I mean, it's like, hey, guess what? Guess w- we have been talking about this person kind of off there for a while, you know, behind her back. A lot of rumors uh-huh. um, kind of uh-huh. going like, hey, when when is she ever going to come back? I mean, it was like episode 119. And, you know, here we are today, 218, almost two, almost 100. Epi- yeah. 99, dude. 99 episodes. Well, actually, no, I take that back because we remember we did like a 199.5. Oh yeah! That? yeah so yeah, it yep. is. It has been exactly two hundred episodes ago. We two hundred. Did I say 200? Yeah. One hundred. One hundred yeah. episodes ago. I'm smart. So is that? We are smart. <laughs> Welcome back to Mango Droplet.
1: Hi, I'm excited to be back, everyone. I'm so sorry it took me a hundred episodes to come back.
2: <laughs> well, to, to be fair, you went, so fast. you went from med school to your residency, and I remember saying, "Hey, how are you?" You're like, uh uh, I mean, it was just this kind of like delirious thing you wrote. And then you said something about like you're working 90 to a hundred hours a week. And I went, I think I'll wait to ask you to come back until you've slowed down.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's about right. I went from a hundred hours a week. Now I'm working more like 60 to 70 ish hours a week. Depends on the rotation, but now I'm here because it's my vacation. Woo! (laughs) (laughs)
0: Although
1: my vacation has mostly been like Staying at home, yeah. kind of given the stay at home orders. <laughs> I was
2: gonna say, you don't get to go to like Hawaii or something fun.
1: No, no, that's too yeah, bad. Yeah, just as an update to everyone, I'm now an emergency medicine resident, second year, somewhere in Southern California. So that's kind of like where I'm at. Somewhere in Southern California, <laughs> <laughs> really. I'm in LA, there's like plenty yeah. of spots in LA, don't come find me. But <laughs> a big do you remember
0: crash of cities? Yeah, remember in Top
2: Gun where it's like somewhere in the Indian Ocean, you know. You know what I'm talking that's about.
1: That's a
0: legitimate somewhere though. Yeah. Well, that's true. They didn't really have They don't uh, want to throw GPS Logitude, latitude at us. <laughs> latitude this, 70 degrees latitude 13 that. minutes south. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, somewhere in LA. I'm glad you're here.
1: Yeah. I'm glad I'm here too. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's actually kind of cool that it's been 100 episodes ago because you were regular actually right around the 100th episode it was ah, kind of like before and after buried. so here we are yeah. hundred episodes later and now you're back well hopefully it'll be more of a regular as that's, much that's, as
1: that's possible the goal. yeah regular ish you know regular
0: yeah no pressure
1: maybe not like captain influence level but no you know, no no,
0: no we're not asking for that don't worry <laughs>
1: no one could ever replace don't
0: someone. don't yeah don't you be pushing me out here mango <laughs> yeah
1: i don't Still think some so. job security here
0: yeah i'll fight for my spot all right <laughs> <laughs> all the listeners are like no no mango come on
1: no 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 it's we're sick good, of this
0: yeah. guy
2: I'll tell you what, though, (laughs) we love flair. So like when I was in a band, I was always a big proponent of like, ideally, you would have two singers that could either do melody or harmony. You know, they could kind of interchange. But Mm -hmm. I love because, you know, you've got these singers sometimes where you'll see they'll be both up there and they're both singing the melody line. And I'm like, why? Why? One of you needs to sing harmony. But anyway, what I would do as a musician is you have a singer that sings melody. You've got someone that does, you know, you can do melody and then harmony. And then ideally, you'd have a third person pop in who adds that flair. And we used to call it, you know, the vocal musical flair. Acapella? And it's like. You know.
1: <laughs> no, they do the oohs and the ahs. Well, like they just
2: they do extra stuff that you don't normally hear. And you're just like, oh, man, it just took everything to a whole new level. So Wait, every time okay, we have a third host on the show, it takes the show to a whole new level. That's what I'm trying to explain here.
0: Let's test this out. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm not singing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And hey, Mango, you go. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, no. never mind. No, <laughs> no, that's it. That should have that should have worked. No,
2: doesn't work. It I... No, we are not going there.
0: <laughs> sorry,
2: it's okay not though. Sorry. I, I'm, you know, anyway, good to be here. So this is a true story, bro. My broom tried to come out of the closet yesterday. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Kept falling out, so I, I put it back, and I'm like, stay there.
1: Are I you just, a broom bigot? I yeah, no. i like, just telling you the truth
0: to express itself and uh
1: <laughs>
0: not be uh putting it down like well, that it was I mean, so on, funny because I no, it was really doing
2: that and I'm like talking to Sarah and I'm like the broom keeps trying to come out of the closet and then I was like
0: yep <laughs> I gotta talk
2: about this on the show it's just one of those things it literally was like pushing the door open to come out I'm like what is what are you doing anyway it was falling out this
1: is what, this is what we have come to guys <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: when isolation is happening by the way I'm an extrovert as you know so it's really tough and this is what's going on and all of a sudden i'm like ah i'm getting entertainment with my broom coming out of the closet (laughs)
0: so are we now i think i have lost it Uh, yeah i'm just learning so much about
1: you right now
2: (laughs) so i heard back from miss ice because i was like hey miss ice you got to come back on the show and i said are you like in heaven right now like is this an introvert's dream come true she pretty much said oh yeah this is awesome and i'm like yeah i'm about to like go postal not really, though. Right. I think I've learned that I'm actually more of an omnivert through this whole situation because mm-hmm. I'm okay actually being at home, but my extroverted side's like. <laughs> well,
1: because me and my partner, we're like huge gamers. We kind of are like ideal night in is some great popcorn have some fun, play some games together. So we joke that like we've been training for six years for this. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to do it, yeah. but it's still like the omnivore in me still misses like going out to farmers markets and yeah. like, you know going out shopping a little bit, having some fun, just like people watching. Now we tried to go on a walk, and then somebody honked at us for walking too closely to each other.
0: <laughs> oh my! <laughs> really? Did they really do that?
1: <laughs> they did. did they really? We, did. we were the only people walking on the side of the road. Oh and then they're gosh. like, honk, and we're like, what are they honking at? There's no, nobody else here. So we assumed that was the case.
2: Yeah. Well, they probably are thinking yeah. that like, what are you doing so close? I'm like, um, we live together, so we're oh well. Together.
1: We're in the same household. Yeah, exactly.
2: I know. Well, we were doing that the other day, where it's like, okay, Sarah and I are really close, but then my parents came out, and then our friends came over, which was, by the way, very, very nice. But we all stayed that six to ten feet apart, you know, walking wow. outside. It was good. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But
0: did that. you guys disinfect the door handles after everyone touched it? I nobody, mean, nobody touched otherwise, it. Six we, feet doesn't matter.
2: No, we stayed out. Nobody came inside. <laughs> nobody. <Nope. laughs> okay. ain't, ain't nobody coming oh, to our house. Okay. We're outside walking, you know, in the green belts and stuff. No, nobody's coming inside here.
1: My parents Uh, are the most adorable people ever. I um, So I work long hours. Every time I get out of work, I can't go to the store and buy anything. I literally haven't had rice for like a month. Good thing we uh, had toilet paper because we stocked up back in like (laughs) November or December and forgot about this like 12 rolls of toilet paper. So we found it in our back closet. (laughs) Anyway, so my parents... I told them not to work anymore because dad's a physician assistant, mom's a nurse, but she's being really safe. And my dad's like, you mean to compromise? Older than sixty-five, all the stuff. So now he's not working because I told him he cannot. So, instead on his free time, he decided to buy me a bunch of groceries, like cook up a storm of like food, and then just drive like two hours over to me just to drop off the food. He did it while I was like at work, so he didn't even say hi to me or anything. He just like dropped off food and messaged me. It was like, "Hey, food's on the doorstep. Love you, bye." (laughs) (laughs) And then my mom did it like a week later, and I was actually home this time. And like she and I just said hi to each other from like six feet away. It was like, "I love you. I love you too." So
2: cute. My mom was Uh, like, "Hey, we haven't uh, we haven't hugged since before Christmas because." Like right around Christmas, Sarah got sick with a cold and then they got mm-hmm. sick. And so no one was touching each other. And then they left on their mm-hmm. snowboarding for three months. And then they came back and we haven't <laughs> it's been no physical contact with them since early December or mid-December. Oh.
1: <laughs> Has anybody like, seen that like Instagram story with these two people in New York City? The guy like this is like real on Instagram. He like is sitting on his balcony. He sees a girl across dancing on the on the rooftop of her apartment building. He's like, oh, this girl's real cute. He talked to her. I'm cooped up in my like apartment, so he like puts his phone number on a drone. Drones over to her. <laughs> like then she sees the phone number. She texts him, and then they start talking. Then they decide to like have a date, quote unquote, where like he got her roommate to set up like a little dinner table and food outside on top of the roof, and he does too at the same time. Then they're eating together, and then he was like, "No, I got to step up my game, yo." So then he like tells her to meet him somewhere, and he comes out. Like, in one of those, like, balloon, like, bubble, bubble balls. Oh, yeah. You know, do you remember the one movie with the kiddo who was the, I forgot the name of the movie. But the kiddo was, like, is it? Oh, no, I think it's even older than Wonder.
2: Oh, oh, the boy in the bubble one. Yeah, 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 Yeah.
1: bubble boy, I think is what it was called, literally.
0: probably was.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's, like, bubble boy style. So he's, like, wearing his gloves in his bubble with his, like, flower and... All this is because I remember them like trying to hug each other through the bubble and that <laughs> that was like human contact it was so adorable. Oh
2: that's I haven't so, that I, is has so it been posted elsewhere? Uh,
1: it has been posted like it's online. I stand them. I will find you a link. We'll okay. put it on the Discord. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's clever. Do you remember, though, Back to the Future when Marty McFly is all dressed up in the you know radiation suit? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? And then he walks up yeah. and he's like, he plays the music, you know, and. <laughs> 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 this is what we need is like radiation suit. <laughs> People are like this. <laughs> I just love that. So we could do it because we could walk around and then we could just walk up and be.
1: My name is Darth Vader.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: oh. <laughs> I am an extraterrestrial from the planet Vulcan. See, we
2: should do this kind of stuff. Does anybody have any radiation suits, by the way? Anyone? Uh, uh,
1: that's I, a hard I, no. Dang I it. I keep one in
0: my closet for emergencies, but it doesn't work right now. So I'm disappointed, so, though. But
1: funny enough, though, I have a picture of me in like one of those decon like hazmat suits like maybe two weeks before this covid stuff really came to a head and started like being in new york because we were doing like just coincidentally doing this whole hazmat drills with my residency so i was like huh What proper timing that I have.
0: Yeah. So you I have one. practice
1: how to get into these suits. No, I don't oh, have it. It's man. at the hospital. I have to like okay. run there and get it.
2: <laughs> but at least you can use them though. I feel like people should be in those, you know, just to be safe. But
1: Oh, no. Like you cannot hear anybody. You can't oh, see. Really? Like you cannot see anything properly. Like you have no peripheral vision. You're probably uh-huh. going to faint after sitting in there for like two or three hours. It's no joke, man, guys.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's too bad. I, I don't, that's why I was not an epidemiologist as a, yeah. as a patient. So yeah, I don't like to faint.
1: Yeah. yeah true. I, <laughs> true.
2: No, I'm with you on that.
1: I think that's a generally good life advice is don't faint. <laughs>
2: I, yeah. no, I get as that. an
1: emergency physician, I could, I could endorse that statement.
2: <laughs> I would say so. Okay. So you're on the front lines. Yeah. You're dealing with this. You've seen the truth. We've said this so many times on the show. There's a lot of people out there who are not taking it seriously. There's a lot of people out there who are over the top reacting in a very unhealthy way. Then there's like a few yeah. in between. And I feel like the in-between balance is where we're all striving to get everybody. So yeah, yeah tell us the truth. That's what we want.
1: Yeah. So at the end of the day, a coronavirus is like a cold kind of, you know how like every year you guys get your common cold, you have your flu, and then you have your like your other viruses that you'll like go to the doctor and they'll be like, eh, you'll be fine. Just take some Tylenol, drink some fluids, you'll be fine. <laughs> like
2: shoot some heroin for many of us
1: off. yeah yeah for like many of us like 80% of us that's this is going to be like that for us the sure. reason why we're also concerned as a community as a medical community why we're taking all the measures we're taking by like asking people to do stay at home and social distancing is because we're just trying to protect the people in our community who can get it and are going to become really sick from it gotcha. and the reason why it's particularly like concerning is just because for every like, one person who gets it, two to four people will get it from them. Mm. So it's a very spreadable virus. Yeah, And that's really like the, kind of like it distilled in a nutshell. So for most of us, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be okay. But we need to, as a society, come together and take care of everyone who's vulnerable in it. Because at yeah. the end of the day, we don't really have treatments like we do for bacterial infections. Like we have antibiotics for those. Mm-hmm. And for some viral things, we sometimes have some antivirals. But for this, we don't have any like surefire ways of treating it. When people come into the hospital, it's usually us giving them oxygen and maybe some other medications to, and like some different medical maneuvers to keep them alive while their body's fighting it. And that's gotcha. kind of how that works. So, so prevention is your best treatment.
0: Prevention. So, what you're saying, Mango, is that this is a chance for all of us to unleash our superheroes by not interacting, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And these superheroes by staying in your pajamas. Yeah.
0: It's never <laughs> been this easy, folks. I know. Never. Yeah. You
1: don't have to
2: do anything. Yeah. You just sit at home.
1: You just sit at home. Uh, you can even do it sans <laughs> pants. Sans well, underwear. If that's your, podcasting. If that's, your
0: <laughs> that's, that's where we're at already. I mean,
2: yeah. we've been there for a long
0: time.
1: <laughs> I may or may not have pants on right now. We don't know. Right?
2: No, no, we don't. Well, no. Okay. So this is really good because one of the things that, again, you're not really hearing this I, you are right, but the rest of us, the, uh, we muggles who aren't in the medical profession or, or government, we aren't hearing this. And this was my theory the other day is that exactly what you just said, by the way, the reason we're doing this whole isolation thing is to protect the at risk population, whether that be older people or people with health issues or both. And also because the contagion issue, obviously it's a very spreadable disease, like you said. So therefore it fills hospitals up quickly with those who are at risk and we don't want to basically max out hospitals like they have in New York and Seattle yeah. because then you can't treat people. So is that pretty much the truth right there is like, it's very contagious. It can, you know, make at risk people very sick and or kill them. And it can overload hospitals to the point where you can't help the people that need it. So therefore don't spread it. Is that essentially what it comes down to?
1: That that's essentially what it comes down to. I mean, there's a big thing in epidemiology was just this whole like flatten the curve idea. And the reason for that is because if we can like we can have the same amount of people get COVID, but depending on the rate at which people are getting it, like if we overwhelm the system all at one point, people are going to die because we just don't have the resources to be able sure. to take care of them efficiently. Yeah. Versus if it's a slow trickle at all times, we are able to systematically give them the treatment and process them and keep them alive in the meantime. There's been a lot of uh, comparisons between this and the 1918 Spanish flu. Mm -hmm. And at that time it was like really, really bad. And that's because we didn't have modern medicine to take care of people. We didn't have antibiotics. If people got super infections, we didn't have, you know, any of these other wonderful medical things that we'd have now that we can do to keep people alive. Mm -hmm. And because we have all these interventions, we have more success in being able to keep people alive. But that's only if we do our part and find the curve and like have a slow trickle of people getting it. There's also the possibility that like if the literally the whole country decided to quarantine themselves for 14 days, no one left the house, everyone like did what they're supposed to, that this virus could maybe go away. Mm -hmm. And like only... Exactly. And could burn itself out or like could be contained. Mm-hmm. And that was what we hope should have done at the very beginning. That's what we should have done is contain it from the get go. But since we can't, we're at the point where we're kind of doing all the things we're doing now. So, you know, thank you to everyone who has been listening to medical professionals who has been doing a part to stay in, to socially distance. All those things you're doing is really helping everybody else in your community. So again, thanks for being superheroes yourself.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks for you know giving us the truth because I think that does help. That does take a lot of I think anxiety and tension down because I think a lot of people. I mean, you know, the stuff that's going around. Oh my gosh,
0: I'm yeah, sure the you've media seen is it oh, a yeah. out of control. Well, and so. it's not even oh, yeah. the
2: media. It's like I mean emails because you know you belong to organizations. You know, I get work emails. I've got. Well, my clients are actually doing fine, but you know, you hear of other podcasters that are kind of freaking out about this and their stuff on social media. And then, of course, there's like all the restaurants. you know, for your birthday clubs, they're sending out all these emails. And it's just like you literally can't get away from it. But people are like, it's is, a deadly virus and it's going to destroy 80% of the population. You're hearing that. You know, just well, like, I, I think on. the problem
1: is, is because they're trying to speak to the people who aren't taking this seriously, who aren't doing their part, who aren't being superheroes themselves. Like, yeah. and When you're trying to speak to those people, then you like scare the people who already were taking it seriously. So it's like a really hard balance to juggle. The other thing I would like to advocate for as your friendly community emergency physician is if you're not sick enough to really need to be in the hospital, if you're not sick enough to like, and sick enough means you can't take like a few steps without being so short of breath that like you're gasping or you can't speak more than two words in a sentence, things like that. While
2: sitting down. If you're so
1: bad. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. If you're so bad that you're like that and you need to come into the hospital, then come in. We're happy to see you. We will always take care of you. You know, if you're so bad, if you think you're so bad that you would need to be admitted to the hospital, then absolutely come here. But if you're, uh, come to the hospital, but if you're not, if you're like, I just feel terrible and it feels, Bad, try to take some Tylenol, try to take some like Gatorade, Powerade fluids, whatever else, and see if you can just sort of help yourself feel better. This is this can feel like as bad as the flu because for some people it's going to be that bad. Um, so think about like the worst cold you've ever had. If you're and if you're not admitted for that, you might get that bad. Keep yourself hydrated, keep yourself, um, from feeling really bad with Tylenol and kind of just try to take care of yourself that way because like I said, we don't have any fancy treatments to give you most of the time and coming, and coming to the hospital too. Yeah. Yeah, And coming to the hospital too, you can also be at risk for getting COVID. So testing you for it doesn't do anything except for tell us that that one point in time that we tested you, you didn't have it, but it doesn't mean that you won't catch it. Sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's good to know. Well, I know that, you know, you're hearing about stuff where they're working on a vaccine and they're testing and i mean i don't think i haven't heard any success cases quite yet but they're still working and i think they're getting closer and then uh, you know i've heard some i've got a friend out in china actually who works in chinese medicine and he's been talking about you know they're doing a bunch of tests right now to figure out if there's any way to kind of maybe not necessarily cure it but at least get over it quickly and i'm not hearing of any success cases yet although i did hear that like high doses of vitamin c was helping but i don't know if that was true or not so it's but I again, that's more like
1: all a lot of hearsay, right? That's like the problem. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's the best treatment is prevention. So you know, and sleep, wash your hands often, sleep. Yeah, yeah. sleep is great. Staying home is great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people have also like asked because we've heard stories from all our fantastic superheroes on the front lines. I have so many friends who are working in New York City, and I will tell them like you guys are literal superheroes. In this world we have today, like people are going into work knowing that they're exposing themselves, but still wanting to make sure that they take care of sick people. So, so many props to them, but like more than just props to the doctors and the nurses, but also props to all like the janitorial people who we couldn't survive as a medical institution without them because they help clean up after everything that happens. And we are a messy lot. (laughs) When we are taking care of really critical patients, we make a huge mess. So huge props to them as well. Um, And I know a lot of people are kind of sitting at home wondering how else can they help or what can they do in their own way? Um, And we appreciate that so much. And I know at least for us at our institution, we love it when people donate us food. Like that's fantastic. We doctors, nurses, emergency medical professionals, we all kind of suck at eating. I can go like a whole 12 hours and not eat. So it's, it's nice to get like Donations in the community. It's like they're thinking of us and it reminds us to eat. Sure. That's <laughs> a community. great idea.
0: What are yeah. you talking though, Mango? Are you talking like casseroles or donuts or? We're talking any,
1: yeah. Healthy any food. sort of like food is great. Real food to donuts to cupcakes. I personally love like. Real food, because don- <laughs> you know, donuts so. and cupcakes. While they're delicious, also make you feel groggy for the whole shift. Yeah. Um, but also, I would encourage people if you have the disposable funds, which I know that a lot of people are going through a really, really difficult economic time right now. But if you have any disposable income to like support your local restaurants, institutions, those places that are hard hit by us all socially distancing, Good to like call. order some takeout and de- have it delivered to your like local emergency department or you know ICUs or hospitals I'm sure they would appreciate it just oh. if you do want to do it like give the hospital a call ask them hey if I want to do this how what's the best way for me to do it and just like follow their protocol of course
0: nice i'll be darned. that's a really good that's yeah. really great advice yeah. i never would have thought of that so good call
2: and people yeah. are sewing surgical masks right now too i mean good ones not like you know oh thanks a lot we can't use these but actually ones that are helpful <laughs> people are are doing that and I think it's actually pretty cool too.
1: So that one I'm on the fence about. Uh, I do appreciate that people want to do that, but like real working ones have to be done with a certain material. And what I would recommend for people is before you just go off embarking on doing that to definitely see if you can contact your local medical school, because I know a lot of medical students are under like kind of taking charge of such efforts or contacting your local hospital. And they also might already have a program that's sort of in place and you can help donate your time and your expertise there as well. So try to join in on an effort that I on because I know that there's a ton of efforts going on across the country and I, I hate for people to be like going off and doing things alone and then not having anything end up like from it.
2: Yeah exactly and that's what I meant like they need to be done right so I think that's great you know joining in on the groups that already know how to do it and making sure you have the right materials.
1: Yeah. So that's cool. But speaking of sewing yeah. I've been on going adventures of trying to sew my own surgical caps because nice. I need to protect my hair when I work. <laughs> yes. It's not it's not going great guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a sewing machine, which, yeah, it's working okay. I haven't broken any needles yet, but I've had like five days off and I've made one and a half caps. <laughs> oh, well, yeah,
2: yeah. Have you ever that done this know. before
1: though? Um, I've tried making other things before, but I haven't, truthfully, I have not busted out my sewing machine in maybe three years. I okay. have had no time to do so. And so I was like, what else can I do on my vacation but to try to sew things? Um. Yeah, not, not going great, but it's it's happening. So I that's hope good. that I will have some more made by the time I go back to work. <laughs> well, you the know last what,
0: time, I, I got to say this, the last time I used a sewing machine, I was in seventh grade and I made a pillow that was shaped like a heart.
1: Aww. Oh, that's Did so so precious. Did it actually stay in the it shape of in, a heart?
0: Yes, it was in Home Ec. Oh, wow. And I also baked chocolate chip cookies oh my wow. god!
1: look at you ever you, the homemaker I know.
2: <laughs> that's so precious i've never used a sewing machine in my life i don't know um, how. yeah
0: you're not you're not that old brian uh, no no i'm not
2: but i also just don't know <laughs> how to do that so yes you are it's not yeah.
1: that hard what really my yeah. problem is that i'm such a perfectionist when i'm trying to cut out things i just like take so slow to try to like make sure it's the right shape and all this stuff and i i I am my own worst hindrance. Like that's why yeah, I'm terrible at are. art too. Cause I like sit there and I'm like, I don't want to mess up this stroke. I don't want to mess up this coloring. And then I just end up never putting anything on the page. But remember
2: what Bob <laughs> Ross says, you know, if you mess something up, it turns into something else like a happy cloud or a happy tree. Oh, I mean,
1: happy coincidence.
2: Yeah. Come on. Happy, Afro. happy accidents. Happy Afros. <laughs> happy hippies. I mean, it was a good, Oh, happy hippies. Sounds happy like a, hippies. Yeah. That's a good band name or something. Or like, a, oh, it's like a granola restaurant. Hmm. Be like one of those vegan restaurants, you know, a restaurant. Well, you know, for <laughs> granola people. <laughs> not just, yeah. That's all it sells is granola.
0: <laughs> no, just be called crunchy.
2: No, no, no. Happy hippie. I love happy hippie. Come on. I think crunchy is actually a real brand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody out there is
2: like, dude, I'm a hippie man. Don't make fun of me. I'm like, I'm not.
0: This whole, this whole interview should have been on a TRB unleashed episode, to be honest. I mean, this oh, is great.
2: Yeah, well, I appreciate it. But you know what? We're going to be talking about other things, too, which... Of course. It's still... You're right. This could have been a TRB Unleashed. It should have
0: <laughs> but been. But it wasn't. But that's okay it, because it is it's what Friday. It is. That's okay.
2: Yeah, I know. Okay, so thank you for sharing all that. Really, I appreciate yeah, it. That's been...
1: Happy to do so.
2: It's good to know. And by the way, that was positive. I mean, I, I was, it's so funny. We're talking before the show, and I'm like, I'm kind of getting tired of talking about all this stuff, but I have been pleasantly <laughs> surprised that this was actually productive and positive and helpful, so...
1: I mean, so much of my time in the emergency room has been like helping calm people's anxieties down because a lot of people show up because you're just scared of what's going on. So I have my whole little spiel going on. Don't you fret? Well, I would also (laughs) say the last thing is, guys, just tamp down on your media consumption just a smidge. We're always going to hear the stories about, or a lot. (laughs) We're always going to hear the stories about like the terrible things that happened to people who got sick. But no, for like every one person that you hear the media about, there's a lot of other people who didn't. And yes, like people who are not, traditionally high risk you can still maybe get it so all the more reason why you should like, keep yourself safe and quarantine but you know everything in moderation guys we're gonna get through this together
2: totally and i appreciate Amen. that and you know the good part about the media is that I, and i've heard people are like oh the media is just you know they're just broadcasting truth possibly and maybe some of it is truth but with a heavy heavy bias on preying on fear period
1: oh yeah so or, or it's true. It's like the notable truth. Right. So yeah. where it's uh, in science, it's called like observer bias. We only keep an eye on things that actually mean anything to us. We only report on things that actually mean anything to us.
2: Yeah. But OK, so for example, and, you know, I follow the NBA, right? Well, the first NBA player to get it was Rudy Gobert. And it was this huge thing because he was disrespecting it and touching everybody's microphones and phones and all that. You it know, oh,
1: anything else,
2: it was just, ridiculous. well, <laughs> then he got it and it turned out he had exposed all those people. And so, you know, it's this huge cons, whatever, not conspiracy, but you know what I mean? The, yeah. Anyway, circus media essentially. Well, then I'm kind of like, did he die? Is he alive? Well, no, no, they're not going to report on that. I had to dig deep <laughs> to find out that, oh, he'd healed. He's fine. They didn't he's even want to report okay. that. Well, guess what? That's notable. He's Okay. We need to be yeah. reporting the fact that there are a yeah. lot of people healing and are just fine from this. And there's nothing really to worry about yeah. for most people. But they're not reporting that, which means, guess what? They're biased. I'm sorry. Yeah. So
1: don't yeah. follow the media. It's so bad. I know. It's so bad. And also, sometime, no offense to anyone and anyone their political affiliations, but... Right now we still can't test everyone in the country and you even if you show up looking for testing, it's not gonna happen unless you're bad enough to get admitted. So huh. treat yeah. treat yourself like you are you may have it if you have symptoms and do your due diligence. Yeah. and keep everyone else safe around. Lick your, your simple hand, as that.
2: Lick your hand, but don't lick your neighbor's
1: hand. So that's simple, yeah, that simple, or just you know, just don't lick anything.
2: Well, I was gonna say that too. <laughs> hey, speaking of, well, not about that, speaking of not licking things like your phone, for example, I mean, everybody's like, Oh, wash your hands, but I think I've, I think most people know that you should be, you know, cleaning your phone on a daily or more oh, regular yeah. basis because oh, it's yeah, like it's a, a cesspool, cesspool. It's exactly.
1: It's <laughs> a fomite, <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: cesspool of germs. <laughs> so, you know, what I've been doing is taking like a little rubbing alcohol, you know, 70% isopropyl Mm -hmm. and just kind of cleaning it with that typically. And, or in fact, we bought this a long time ago because I saw this on shark tank, like, I don't know, a few years ago. And it was this company called phone soap. Have you ever heard of them?
1: No, but also where did you get it from? From them? Like you bought it directly from them. You're like, I love this so much on shark tank that I decided to buy it for myself. Well,
2: so, (laughs) you know, you hear their pitch and you know, most of the time those guys on shark tank are like, yeah, we're skeptical. Yeah. That's just, you know, snake oil, whatever. Well, they did a lot of background. They do their due diligence, of course, because none of these guys would invest with them if it wasn't for real. Mm -hmm. And anyway, they got up and their whole presentation was is that it's this little chamber. You stick your phone in it and it basically shoots UV lights, i.e. like the sun essentially to help to disinfect your phone, you know, very Ah. close to like rubbing it with alcohol and other things like that there's more I've science seen that behind before. it. yeah so yeah. anyway they were I, I was kind of following up like is this for real and they were just like yes this is incredible and it's basically as effective as you know doing alcohol and other things like that so we bought sure. one years ago I mean we've wow. had one for years and you know we always keep our phones clean in there and stuff like that um, but anyway I was I was just like oh, this is a great little company I mean I still like I do phone soap one day and then the next day I'll do the alcohol, you know, and then kind of okay. go back just because I'm like, oh, you know. I'm, I'm. Do you
1: have a case or no case? I do have a case. So do you take it out of your case, do it and like phone soap both your case and your phone?
2: Apparently you don't need to, but at the oh. same time, um, I have not done it that way. And also my case oh. is, although, you know, it's not a bad idea to try it. That way, just, just because, because things can get down on the cracks. So yeah, that's a good so like point.
1: You'll, you'll have like a three day cycle. You phone soap the whole thing and then you alcohol, then you yeah. phone soap your phone and your case. Exactly.
2: <laughs> but I put it all in together. Like it's just all in one. Like I don't take it. Yeah. But anyway, it's, yeah. it's really cool if you, if you get a chance to go look up phone soap, it's got interesting science behind it. I mean, it's funny. They've been working on this pre COVID so like this wasn't even as a response to COVID, but of course now it's like, hey, this is actually more important than ever, but they're working. Uh, well, actually it's out, but it's it's on pre-order is the air purifier that they worked on that utilizes their same technology, but oh. it hits down to, so I guess most HEPA filters get to like 300, what is it? Is it nanometers? I think, or net, what is it? Mic- I don't even know what they are. Is it NM? Microns? I don't know. Anyway. Microns, don't know. You,
1: you mean the mu M? it could be micrometers
2: micrometers yeah, maybe <laughs> anyway a very small
1: space
0: a
2: very small <laughs> amount of yeah they get those <laughs> particles that are super small but hepas get like 300 between 2 and 300 and uh, which gets like most pollens and you know yeah yeah things like that but doesn't get viruses or bacteria that are airborne and so i guess this new air soap by phone soap does down to 14 Oh. And they've got I mean, clinical trials. It's amazing.
1: As a reference to clean hosp- like emergency medicine rooms, we use UV rays. Like, the you'll see the, the, we'll use UV. Like you'll see oh, the room, it yeah. just kind of like looks like it's strobe lights in there. And yeah. that's like the, in you know, their thing. So okay. I don't, I don't doubt the phone soap. Very so it's the cool. same,
2: same technology. It sounds like, or you something similar. Really,
1: you should really ask for their endorsement. Because uh, yeah. you are definitely selling them hard right now. Well, and I, I know. I'm <laughs> like, hey,
2: give me some kickback, son. I know. You know what, though? Here's the thing. I, I I always feel like I should do that. And then on the other hand, I'm like, but if I don't have an endorsement, then it's me saying I've done some research and I think it's cool. Go check it out. And I'm not getting sold. Fair. You know what I mean? It's That's more. Fair. It's more like, you know, I lose your soul.
0: I know We do so many free endorsements. Like <laughs> I know. Well, well and I'm
2: doing funny. it more to help people because I don't get any yeah. benefit personally. So. I don't know. I mean, check it out. I, and I'd be interested to get your take on it too, mango because you would actually probably understand most of what they're saying and be like, yeah, this is legit. This is something you should totally do. But anyway, I just, I mean, I know my
1: organized medicine groups have like used them and like given them to members. So I think they're legit.
2: Cool. All right.
1: Yeah. Now that that you've mentioned it and talked about it. So there you go. (laughs)
2: Let's get into some fun stuff here. How about that?
1: Ooh, I like
0: it. Me, man, brothers. Yeah, now, bring on the fun. Yeah, now I'm well yeah. this is all fun. I've been having fun so far though. So That's right. Yeah. i, I I've meant been like,
1: having plenty of fun. Well, good. Yeah. This is my
2: yeah. my thing though right now where So, Mango, you you did not know that I had been building a computer, but we officially last week <laughs> we named it the Black <gasps> Beast of So, I <laughs> we said well, that
1: wait, Please do that again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Black Beast of <gasps> So Lord Thunder contacts me and he said, you named that computer after me, didn't you? (laughs) And I said, totally did. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah, I love it.
0: I I can vouch for that. Lord Lord Thunder Thunder. is the black beast
2: of, (gasps) I mean, come on. He's, uh, have you seen his biceps? I'm, I'm actually really not exaggerating. I know we talk about Lord Thunder's biceps all the time and I think it's funny, but. I've actually Wait, seen him in person. my abs all the
0: time. Well,
2: I, and I've seen your abs too. <laughs> and, and whenever Tony, like, you know, you know how, like the, when people flex oh, no, no, their no, no, abs, that
0: wasn't an inv- invitation to talk about them. I'm just no, saying. No, no, no,
2: listen to me. <laughs> it, it, trust me here. You know, you know, when like the, the bodybuilders, they, they put their hands behind their heads and they flex their abs and, pulsate their pie their their pecs and i'm stuff. doing that
0: right now but yeah, yeah. so yeah, whenever
2: you do that with your flexing your abs you don't want to be within about six feet so this is where the whole six foot rule came from it has nothing to do with the virus it has everything to do with the fact that if you're within six feet of captain influence you're gonna get punched in the face by one of his
0: abs <laughs> <laughs> damn
1: that's good. So, oh, man, <laughs> that's so true. That is
0: so true. Yeah, um, I, I just never would have thought. But at to that
1: point, me. is that an ab or is that just like a flap?
2: No, <laughs> no, it's an ab. It's kind of like, and that's where they got the idea for aliens popping out of the stomach in the movie, is because it's Tony's abs. <laughs> it's like boom, uh, it, except it's, it's just. A it's ab.
0: really just a hernia that Brian's bulging <laughs> ab. Uh okay. Dude, that's all it. It if is, your hernia
2: yeah. is bulging like that, you need to go to the hospital right if now. If
0: your hernia is punching people out when they get within <laughs> six feet. You're an X-Man.
1: Actually, yeah. No, actually. So it's okay if you punch out people. Your hernia is okay if it punches out. It's only if you can't push it back in. Then you can come, come see me. True. Yeah.
2: Well, if you can't push it back in, you need to be going to the hospital now because like that's bad. You can strangulate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But anyway, about
0: his biceps.
2: Yeah. So okay, well, we're biceps. done with the biceps. I just wanted to share about the, the building the computer. It's still... I, I have yet... To find a video game that can challenge it, I'm very happy mm. with the thing.
0: Mm. Now, Hopefully, it'll you last another five to
2: ten years. And yeah, you need yeah.
1: to get like a the VR system that like True. goes off of your computer. How
2: is Borderlands How you, Three, Mango? Thing? Is that challenging oh, your my computer? Goodness.
1: No, it's not because okay. I got a. I mean, because we made our computer like in this past year or so, so it's all like up to nice. date, fancy, and happy. And happy. Uh, but Borderlands Three has been fantastic. So they have like this. Well, I guess by the time y'all listen to it, I don't think it will be still happening, but Currently, it's it's like doorbuster event. So and it has this expansion, its expansions called the Loves, Guns and Tentacles. Yeah. With like a gay space wedding situation going on. It's great, um, Fantastic. I haven't gotten to that part, but like oh, just okay. like a little plug really yeah. makes me excited. Um, but right now, <laughs> right now they're doing where everything like just drops a ton of legendary loot. Like all their machines have legendary loot in it. Um, so it's just it's been all sorts of fun. This girl loves her fun guns.
2: So yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
2: where where's this doorbuster happening? Is it on Steam? Is it on pretty much wherever you it, can get it or what? Yeah.
1: I think it's just well, I think it's just Borderlands itself. Okay. And then you can buy the expansion however you're gonna buy it. But like we don't have the expansion and it's still doing its doorbuster event. So right. I've had plenty of legendary drops.
2: So I have Borderlands three. It was one of two free games that I received with my Ryzen, my, my CPU, by the way. Yeah, oh, I got Borderlands wow. 3 for free and The Outer Worlds for free, which I thought was amazing. Oh, lucky Dang. you. Yeah, wow. I know. So That's a good bundle. That was a pretty good time to buy the the processor. But I'll tell you this, though, is that we haven't been able to play it. And, and it's funny because Rob Dog and I have finished Borderlands 2. So we're like, oh, we want to play. We want to play. But, you know, Captain <laughs> Influence and Johnny Pistol Shot haven't finished uh, Borderlands 2. And I'm like, I'm for I know. And, and Rob Dog's like, dude, gone. why don't you and I just play it? I'm like, no, I got to wait for these guys. And he's like, OK, but well, then gonna I'm going to loot. yeah I know well maybe I'll get an uh, I don't want to go through story though
1: I think the doorbuster event ends in like two days no
2: (laughs) maybe I'll install it and just play it by myself
0: Brian I release you of your your responsibility you may may play Borderlands 3 but you're just going to have to start over again when we play it well so let me ask you this though
2: do you have to play the story for the loot or can you just run around and kill things and get loot
1: you can just run around and kill things for loot but you do have to Play the story a bit I think to be able to go to like higher level areas because your like base is on Sanctuary which is a big ship in the sky and you have to like fast travel to different areas I
2: just found something online that says the co-op loot drop doorbusters is between now and April 30th
1: Oh, wow what? oh my goodness that's a
0: long time
2: so we okay, have just plenty wait, of time wait, me then. Yeah, and you wait. have
1: to play your friends you have to, it's know. a co-op thing
2: it's a four-person so. co-op too so like we've got four yeah. people that are ready and so rob dog and i said we're gonna plow johnny and captain through borderlands 2 as fast as we can as far as story goes we're gonna get through the dlc's and then we're gonna get ready for three it's gonna be fun
1: well i think again fair, we should I've skip never the played- dlc's I've never played Borderlands 2 or any of the other Borderlands. I went oh. to Street to 3 and I'm I'm having plenty of fun.
2: 2 was really oh. great. It yeah. really was. And by the Fair. way, the DLCs season 2 are awesome. But we could skip those and come back to them later.
1: You could. You could always do Depends that. But the question is, does the Doorbuster co-op event happen for the other Borderlands or is it only for 3?
2: I believe it's just 3. I'm not seeing anything about well, 2 then, so.
1: Then, then you have your answer.
2: There you go. We can. I mean, you, we trust me. You do want to go back and play those DLCs from two because the stories in them are amazing.
1: But loot guys. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right.
2: So we're going to, we're going to finish the story in two and we're going to play three. I'm ready. I'm going to install it. Done. All right. Well, I'm glad you're, are you doing co-op with uh, a bunch of people too?
1: Oh yeah. 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 I got, um, got my two other gaming buddies that I've like gamed for, for like 15 years. So that's great. Yeah, good.
2: Nice. Now I have to share something here that I thought was really funny about this. So Tom Clancy's division two was $3 (laughs) and we picked it up. This was, I don't know, probably a month or so ago and Johnny pistol shots like, let's play this. I'm like, okay, I don't know what it's about, but it's Tom Clancy and I loved ghost recon and any of those (laughs) games they are so great. Right? So we get in and I'm getting going and like, what is the first thing? Well, the virus hit, and it wiped out most of the population. And I'm like,
0: <laughs>
1: seriously? God damn it! I'm trying to try to escape right I'm now. Like, what is seriously?
2: This? And I'm like, uh, okay, maybe that's it's all. It's
1: not you...
0: their fault. It's an old game now, so.
2: <laughs> well, I know, but I, I know it was. But and then I'm thinking, like, okay, well, maybe maybe it'll be fine. And you know, that's all you hear about it. So I, I keep going a little bit further, and then you can pick up these recordings from like pre, you know, pre-pandemic, essentially. And it's like these recordings of two guys in New York, and one of them's like, "Well, yeah, it's just, it's just like the flu, you know, it'll be over by the summer." And I'm like, "Oh my god, way too close to home!" I said, "I rage uninstalled that." I'm like, That's "Come
0: hilarious. on, seriously?" I'm like, "You're not missing. Much, we're, we're not Divide playing 2, that game." Yeah, I've played many hours of that, and it's just, it's, it's literally Destiny Two, except on Earth, in one city. I mean, it's, it's the same exact. Format, okay. loot system, everything. You've done you've played the game already. You don't have to.
2: Yeah. Well, and I am replaying Destiny Two because some of my friends are like, Hey, let's play Destiny Two. And I'm like, been there, done that, but I'll join you guys. Yeah. It's the same thing. Nothing's changed with Destiny Two. It's it's still a lot of, you know, play the same exact maps, you know, ad nauseum and get grinded loop and st- <laughs> loot and stuff. And it's like, you know, but I'll tell you one thing about Destiny Two is that it's a happy game. You know, you play Division yeah. Two and it's depressing. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> another yeah, game dystopian. that yeah well and i'm over dystopian i have been for years though so there's another game that's very interesting and i know you tried this one captain influence was black desert yes. online
0: yeah
2: and i know at first all of us were kind of like this is the most bizarre interface it's really hard to get used to johnny and i played a little bit further and we got into it enough to be like oh i get it i know how to play this now it makes a lot of sense Once you figure out that bizarre interface, it's actually an incredible game. It's got good story. I mean, it's ridiculously detailed, probably far more than anything I will ever want to do, but like you can breed horses. (laughs) Okay. Why? I don't know, but you can, and then you can sell them and people are making tons of money. There's so many things you can do in this game. It's unbelievable. And for that, I applaud them because I think that's kind of cool, but either way, it's fun. It's happy. It's peaceful.
1: Do you do you like um No Man's Sky then for that reason? Or you're like mm, you haven't tried it?
2: No no I've played that oh, game. Yeah, we played it.
1: Oh yeah. Um did you play it after the expansion and everything else that they've been adding on? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Haven't oh, played it oh. since no, we haven't played it like in the most recent update.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So like yeah, we played it, it a year like, ago.
1: Overwhelmingly much. And I was like, oh my God.
2: Like good it's or bad? Pretty,
1: though it's great. No, it's great. No. Oh my God. Like, Oh my God. I don't know what to do with myself. Cause my yeah. like other nickname is truffle pig. So <laughs> I just like love loot and I love, love beautiful things and just like no yeah. mask. I just has so much that I just don't know yeah. what to do with myself.
2: I think anymore. you and I are very similar in that. Cause I, the, I did check it out. I guess I did check it out in one of the more recent updates. And so you could build bases and we had a really, yeah. really fun time building this beautiful base overlooking the ocean on a planet. It was really cool. Actually. And then we built like this, mm-hmm underwater portion of the base it was wow. so cool right well during the update now you have to like run wires to get power to the
1: and I was like oh, yeah. what I and, that one mm-hmm.
2: yeah And I went um <laughs> no thanks I think I would cheat my way through that because I that's just not even <laughs> fun to me
0: so it's too tedious they be tedious yes. over tedium to certain well, well, parts right for
1: me it was just like i mostly just like galaxy or universe jumped or whatever you call it yeah in order Skip just jumped. to find planets with anomalies just to like collect a bunch of different anomalies i had, like yeah and like all these different things and i just couldn't stop and
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i understand so They didn't really they have a good on.
1: base because they just kept on trying to find planets with anomalies Well, see, that
2: that actually makes a lot of sense, and I should have done that because, like I said, the base building was fun when it was easy or when it was simple. But, yeah, when you add the tedium to it, it's like, dude, I already have a job for, I work for a living. I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to work in a game. Come on.
1: And that's that's like, that's my problem with Minecraft. Like, people who make all these crazy, huge machines on Minecraft, and I'm like, this is, like, back to the iron or ages or whatever ages you want to call it. Certainly
0: graphically speaking. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me going on Minecraft. I
1: love my eight bit Uh,
2: games. People love (laughs) retro, man. People love retro. It's weird.
0: I like Uh, retro music and some movies and other media, but not graphics, dude. That's (laughs) just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. You know, what's
2: fun about retro games is the memory of having played them. That's what's fun. Yes. Because when you yeah. go back and play them again, thinking, man, this game was amazing. And then you go back and play it and you're like, boy, this is not Mm-mm. as fun as I remember. Mm-mm.
1: Exactly. So you didn't know any better back in the day. That's exactly.
2: And just ignorance yeah. is bliss. Leave it at that because I have good memories and I don't want to go back and ruin
0: them. I'm no not going to go back is nostalgia and play for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm not going to go back and play uh frogger or combat <laughs> on an Atari uh, because I had a great time when I was eight years old doing that. Yeah. Uh, because it I know it would it would suck right now. I, I just guarantee it. So
2: there are a couple games that I can go back and play because the nostalgia is so high for me because of the fact that it was like some of the first games I ever played were like the King's Quest games and like or Baldur's Gate., uh, yeah, f- and I never played that. But you know when I go back and play a King's Quest game, it's like I'm very aware that this the graphics suck. But for me, it's <laughs> the nostalgia in the moment. And I don't need to necessarily play the entire game. It's more like, Oh, I get to experience the nostalgia and then, okay, cool. That's done. Move on. What's new.
0: Yeah. I, I can, I can hear that. Yeah. But
2: that's about I it, hear. man. I don't yeah. know. All right. So now the Picard is over. We got to we got to start finding another show to review, but there are some shows Whoa. that we've all been watching. And I told you I was, I've been watching the boys and I'm almost done now. I think, man, it's, it, it's very engaging and I'm really enjoying it. It's such an interesting story premise. The one thing and I've said this before, this is my preference. Some people really don't care about this, but I guess I'm just getting really tired of this. Like, why do we need to put stuff in there just for shock value? Like there is no purpose for the story. It doesn't further the story. It doesn't actually do anything at all for the actual story itself. It's just to shock you. I mean, that's it. And they did that in Picard too. We were talking. In fact, you'll hear when, when Garrett's on, Garrett Wong we were chatting about that too and he was he and even he was like kind of like okay what's with all the profanity so even he's some drinking
0: and the drugs Yeah, it's just like
2: <laughs> what's the point of all of this and again some people are like dude I like that stuff fair that's that's cool yeah, but whatever, I just find it to be unnecessary for furthering stories at all and so that's my opinion of the boys is that there's stuff in there that I'm just like why you didn't need this it's stupid but other than that this the show's actually really good so just throwing that out <laughs>
1: you sold me on the show or not.
2: (laughs) Well, and again, it's not okay. It's not often. It's actually very, in fact, I was surprised how seldom it is, but at the same time, like when a scene, I'm not going to give anything away, but you know, there's, there's a scene of someone getting hurt and that's all I'm going to say. And I just didn't Uh. need to see that. I didn't need to hear that. And I didn't need to know, you know what I mean? It's just unnecessary. So,
1: well, I mean, if we want to talk about shock value, can we talk about Tiger King? So what is
2: <laughs> what is up with Tiger? I've heard so much about Tiger King in the last um, week alone. Everybody's like, "Oh my oh gosh, my Tiger goodness. King!" I'm like, "What the heck is it?"
1: It's because so Netflix released it. It was initially meant to be a documentary talking about like the like wildcat trade in America, like talking about big cats, okay. all mm-hmm. the tigers in captivity because there's something like ten thousand tigers or something like in captivity. With various like breeders, petting groups, uh, versus like five thousand in the wild, but it quickly devolved into a very fascinating story between a couple, uh, you know, like game the big cat enthusiasts in America. Mm-hmm. Some maybe more like legit, more like animal sanctuary versus others who are maybe more like. They breed them and then kill them sort of situation once they're oh. done using them as pets, mm. like things to be petted. I don't want to give too much away, but oh my goodness, that involves a fantastically gay, polyamorous <laughs> like character who ran for president at one point. There is also a non-gay, polyamorous character who has multiple girlfriends. And there is another female character who who may or may not have, (laughs) no, I can't go into it because that's, no. So (laughs) I can't go too much into it, but basically you need to watch it because then when like it comes out, what happens? You're just like, what the heck? Where did this come from? Like it's very confusing at first because there's a lot of things going on and this is why me explaining it is very confusing because like you watch it, you're like, okay, it's going to be some like random trashy documentary. Great. And then it just becomes this whole like, oh my God, what? And like I finished in like two days or like a day.
2: Nice. <laughs> so wait, it's it's not a true story though.
1: Oh no, it's very true. It's it's oh, it completely is. a documentary. Oh it yeah, is okay. It's a documentary. I,
2: I wasn't sure.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we're just about to watch that as soon as we finish Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Finish,
1: oh, we so. could talk about that too. Dude. <laughs> oh. I just started watching oh. that because
2: you're like, oh I'm watching this and I'm like, this is really oh. bad.
1: Oh no, <laughs> yeah, the no. Point? I mean, it's true, funny that they true. released it right before, like, the pandemic came out because it's basically like, look, this is dating in the world of you, you can't go outside or yeah, see each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, homeboy Mark, though, needs. I'm not going to give anything <laughs> away, but just oh. Mark. Oh, Mark. Don't
2: say anything about what Mark. What Let's talk about Messica. Oh, no, don't go that yes. far yet. <laughs> no, yeah, not, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, this won't give away anything, but she feeds freaking wine to her dog. This oh. is what we're at, guys. Jessica, Yeah. Messica.
0: Yes. Oh, Messica. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the nets are calling her. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay so we'll move on. We'll move on. By
2: the, no, no, no. So here's the thing. I mean, if you guys are, if you guys are getting into it that much, it's worth checking out. It is a bad cheesy show, but um, at the same time, mm. it's no, it's a lot of it's, fun. It's very interesting.
1: Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's lots of fun. It is complete and utter trash.
2: <laughs> That's so. the thing. It's it's like trash. You know what it is? It's turn your brain off and just pretend like nothing's real right That's now. That's true.
1: That's true. That yeah. one is turn your brain off. Tiger King, you need to turn your brain a little bit more follow what the heck is going on.
2: Turn your brain off for of that one, okay.
1: Fair. Just a little like, bit.
0: <laughs> sounds like Tiger King and Love is Blind or uh, to me it seems like and I haven't seen Tiger King yet but from what I've heard and from what I've seen of Love is Blind that they're both shows that you really want to watch with your family, not by yourself. Watch it with your family and have fun watching it.
1: Or friends. like You need people to be able to decompress about them because it's just like, what? (laughs) What? There's just so much what. (laughs) So there you go.
2: That's it. The three of us could go back and and we could talk about episode one of Love is Blind and we could do a TRB reviews show. (laughs) I don't
1: know. We could, but we might be like a little
2: the game well i know but that's okay <laughs> know. well i'm late to the game because i was like ah, i don't know if i want to watch this and i started watching i'm like it's it's strangely um t- addictive not, captivating. Not, not, it's captivating yes let's say it's not yes. addictive because i can turn it off but captivating yeah. for sure and then i'm yeah. just like but i shouldn't care about this because it's really not that big of a deal what i find funny <laughs> is like on one hand
1: captivating. <laughs> yeah
2: what one hand it's like okay this is an interesting experiment and on the other hand i'm just like this is not this is so ridiculous
1: but like i just don't understand how like these grown adults think that i just i don't i just don't understand i don't know how they can like degrade them so much and be like yes maybe i can find the love of my life on this show like guys it's entertainment guys yeah that's
0: all <laughs> and how scripted it. is it i mean we don't know so it seems like oh it. they
1: have a they have a tell all afterwards
0: oh okay <laughs> No, don't don't say anything. Don't say anything.
1: I'm not going to say nothing.
0: We're like on the last episode, so.
2: We need to interview some of these people on the show and be like, was this real? I mean,
0: really? Uh, Was it really real? Everyone and their dog wants to interview those people. Oh, I know. uh, That's the problem. Yeah. Oh. Especially the dog that's drunk on wine.
2: Oh, that's so ridiculous. By the Okay, oh, so you want a good show? I keep talking about Manifest, but every time a new episode comes out, Sarah and I are watching it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I just love oh. this show. I just, it's it's really like it's getting better and better, but I know some people did not like it. That's fine. It's not for everyone. But I think it's great. Okay. Check, just just watch it. It's worth it. And it's clean and it's 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 not really a happy show, but it's not a dark, depressing show either.
1: Yeah. It's just if people want. Uh, well, for me, if people, my recommendation, if people want kind of like a short series, I think it's only four or five episodes. It's newly released by Netflix, but it's called Self-Made. Um, oh, I've heard Inspired about by the left La- Madame C.J. Walker. Has one of the actresses who was in Hidden Figures. It's a fantastic, fantastic miniseries. It's produced so well that we actually thought it was a movie when we first initially watched it. So huh. I would recommend that one. For cool. Me. And that one is pretty like. It's like, rah! You're doing great. You overcome some trials and tribulations. She's a superhero in her own right, and it's awesome. it's a good feel good feel good show. Good, all yeah. right, and nice and short, because for people who don't like long series that they have to catch up,
2: I'll check it out for sure. Because that's I, I I loved Hidden Figures, so that would be awesome. Yeah. What are you watching, Captain? Besides Love Is Blind,
0: I finally started <laughs> watching The Man in the High Castle on Amazon. Uh, oh, I know, I know. Again, yet again, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's, that's my M.O. That's my M.O. It's, it's six-pack, eight-pack abs and being late to the game. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I, but I read the book like a few years ago and it really, 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 really sucked. And I was surprised because Philip K. Dick, you know, he's a pretty famous sci-fi mm-hmm. author. Mm-hmm. But the Man in the High Castle book was absolutely completely awful as a novel. Oh. But the series takes some of the characters from the book and the premise from the book, you know, which is that the Nazis developed the bomb before us and they they took over half of the United States and the Japanese took over the other half because they were allies of the Nazis. And where you live in Colorado is a neutral zone. They took that whole premise and they made a really good show out of it. So I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. Wait,
2: wait, wait, hold on. So the, you heard it here first. Much better than the book? The, the yes. show is better than... This
0: is unheard of.
1: Oh, Hardcore
0: better oh, than the book.
1: Wow. I bet you could count on your like hands how many shows are better than the book
0: yeah Not yes game of thrones man in the high castle oh. what else what else what else sh- um oh and and that's game of thrones Come everybody's like what no <laughs> game of thrones was a fantastic series of books but the tv series in my opinion actually trumped it it was it was just oh. that much do you better, feel so. like it
1: jumped the shark in the last few like in the last season
0: you mean, trend. did it skip jump in the last season? Uh, <laughs> no, I said jump, jump bit, the shark yes. as yeah, in yeah. like
1: went a little too crazy. Oh yeah.
0: You meant skip jump our, and I yeah. understand.
1: Did yeah. I mean skip yes. jump? Well,
2: yes, yes, art <laughs> jump sh- Jumping <laughs> the shark now means skip jumping because of the uh, skip jumping in the last Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Got it. Okay. Just clarifying.
0: You said the correct
1: thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, I just watched the last like of the Star Wars and oh dear Lord. <laughs> nope, nothing else. I'm not gonna say anything else about it. Just, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. It was all right. It was all right. I, it was, I, it was better mean, than I, Ret- so. Last I Jedi. actually before Disneyland got closed, shut down. I went probably a week before because I took I took advantage of the SoCal Pass and I actually got to go to Star Wars Land and got to go to the Rise of the Resistance ride and oh my goodness, Sweet. it's the most amazing ride I've ever been on. It was like going on the ride for the first time like a child again. Cool. One day when it's open again, y'all should go. Yeah, that's my little. But awesome. also, I love the little animals and I may have a pork myself now. Uh, well,
2: I know you like <laughs> pork. So, yeah, <laughs> he's probably staring at you right now while you're recording. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, pretty much. He's nice. adorable. I love
2: him. Yeah. Well, all right. I have a movie watch list. We've been talking about these, but now it's like, all right, here's my watch list. I got to get through these so we can talk about them on the show. Bloodshot, Knives Out, Just Mercy, Bombshell, oh, Midway, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Those are the ones I want to see. I don't know if they're all good or not, but I just like, yeah, they're interesting.
1: So, fun fact. So, in LA, we have this thing where we can sign up to go see movies early in, like, various theaters and, like, give the producers and the directors feedback on what you thought of the movie. Mm
2: -hmm. Really? And so,
1: I watched Bloodshot probably six months, eight months ago.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. Okay.
1: In, like, the Fox Lot Theater. Yeah. So, it's, like, on their lot. and. I walked out saying this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's, that's
0: pre-post-production. Wait, 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 right? Worse right? I mean, than
1: really Cats? Uh, I haven't seen Cats yet, to okay. be fair, no, I but I feel like singing Cats would at least be fun in some regard. Well, the musical uh, is
2: good, but I i heard the movie was really yeah,
1: bad. I have no idea. Fair, Fair. I haven't seen Cats yet, so who knows? Maybe, I'm just holding out for a butthole edition. So.
2: Oh sweet. Uh, well, okay, then I'm definitely gonna watch Bloodshot so that we can make fun of it in the review. It'll be like a really bad awesome review. Um,
1: who knows? So, so I mean, they may have taken my feedback because in my feedback to them, I hate this movie so much. Please kill me. Yeah. Not not that bad. But like, I was just like, this is terrible. So maybe they made it better based on my feedback. I don't remember what my feedback was anymore, other than oh my god, this is terrible. But um. Yeah. Well, it's um, not- it was gratuitous. Okay. Love yeah, no. So if you if you love gratuitous violence, love the guns, and you love the like random, if you want some fun testosterone, that what's his name? Is it's Uchi Vin Diesel. Sort of movies. Yeah, Vin yeah, Diesel. Great. You, you don't
2: need anything um, with Vin Diesel. You just need Vin Diesel.
1: Yeah, it's just Vin Dieselly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not like it but you know maybe it's better now that it went through whatever revisions it went through well, so but it, when okay. I saw it it like had a few scenes that were still like what's do you call it like the draft pages like their storyboard maybe like you know a second here or there but for the most part it was like almost done
2: okay well I can tell yeah. you that it's PG-13 so it's not
1: mm. like
2: over the top violence mm-hmm. anymore so maybe what if I
1: ruined all the fun from it I know <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, maybe it's like
2: only average now I don't know but I'm going to uh, still watch it because the thing is, is like I, I read the intro comic and I thought yeah. the intro comic was interesting to me. It had a very, it reminded me of a Max Payne, like yeah. a superhero Max Payne is what it reminded me of. And I thought this is really cool. Who knows though? We'll see what happens.
1: We had no, we had very high hopes for it because they're like, oh, we love comic yeah. Great. We good. And then we just were disappointed as many comic book movies yeah. tend to do.
2: Well, yeah. it happens and it's, it's what blomp it is, blomp. but I know well, and so I was interested to see Bombshell, but the only concern I have about it is that it's like 100% agenda. So, which I don't know what Bombshell is about. It is about the takedown of Fox News, someone at Fox News or something like
0: that. Oh. It's a true story. I mean, I heard it was good, but you know me was with it like agendas. a
1: hashtag Me Too takedown, or I don't know.
0: Yeah, what was his name? It was like an executive there. Yeah. Was that okay? I, I mean, it. I
2: don't know. I'm just saying that, like you know, tell a yeah. story but if it's yeah. just all about let's spread hate and, and you know, whatever, you know me, I don't like that stuff, yeah. but I yeah. don't know. And then just mercy is a true story as well. Oh, and that, I mean, I saw the previews. I don't even remember really what it's about. I just remember seeing the previews and going, that looks really cool. I should see that true story knives out. I'm just excited to see. Cause I heard that was so good.
1: I watched it. It was great. I would watch it again. Okay, good. And fun. then
2: of course, yeah. midway and beautiful day in the neighborhood. I mean, gotta watch those just because,
1: you know, Mr. Yeah. Rogers,
2: all right. Well, there you go. Those are the ones I'm going to see and then we'll review them. So, you know, Captain, if you can get yourself a, you know what we could do? I could watch Knives Out. Somehow, Captain, you get a hold of it and then the three of us could review it.
0: Great. I have access.
2: Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's make that. I'll watch Bloodshot. And then, Please. you know, Anna, you and I can can rip it apart and then Knives Out. Oh, yeah. The three of us can, let's do can it. boost that one. Until, well, at least talk about those two here in the very near future. How about that?
1: it will be fun. I'm, it's a date. I'm down for that. It's a
2: date. Oh, my gosh. It just makes me so happy.
0: It's a date.
2: Oh, oh. I love dates. <laughs> It'll be the cuddle puddle. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, cuddle puddle. <laughs> yeah. So good. I still so use good.
0: that term <laughs> in uh, almost every day. No, not every day. I'm oh. just kidding. But, yeah. Oh,
1: really? Three times
0: no. a day. Yeah.
2: Let's have a cuddle puddle. That was a great name. Yeah.
0: My that... cat hates me now.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. well, yeah. your cat can continue being a cat. <laughs>
2: yeah. I well, I hope so. I hope Would you like some new music really quick? Are you you up for music, Mango?
1: New music. I love new music. Okay. So
2: by the way, I started that TRBS 2020 and 2019, 2018, 2017. These are all songs we've mentioned in the show over the years, you know, in the actual calendar year. So every Mm -hmm. time we mention it, it gets put into that little playlist. Go check them out. Great. I have a couple of soundtrack suggestions this week. We don't usually talk soundtracks. Ever, which I don't know why I love
1: soundtracks. I know no, I do
2: too. And I, I just so was like, bad. why do we never suggest? Anyway, I have a soundtrack mix. Actually. It's called, I think it's TRB's soundtracks. It's really easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> simple man. go figure. So one of the man.
2: things I heard is that now, granted, I haven't watched the movies, you know, bloodshot, but Steve Jablonski did the music for it. Well, Steve's done a lot of really big movies and some phenomenal scores. By the way, if you ever get a chance to look his stuff up on Spotify, Jablonsky, I mean, what a name. But yeah, it's good stuff. So I found a a score, a piece of the bloodshot soundtrack and it's called KT and it Mm. is so good. Oh my gosh. Mm. Wow. That's all I got to say. And then I I had to mention this. We've, I don't know why we actually haven't mentioned this before when we were reviewing Picard, but Jeff Russo from, you know, who did Star Trek Picard, the soundtrack. I, I mean, I love that main title. It's beautiful. So I put that in there and then there's actually another theme that we mentioned on the, the season finale was so good and it's not on Spotify yet. So I don't know what it's called, but it's basically like it's the scene we talked about where Rafi and Rios are having that moment and he's looking through his chest of memories, you know, and then they play that theme again in the final episode and it's just so good and I, I it's not out yet, but when it's out, I'll put it in there. So check that one out. And then uh, some nice. some non-soundtrack stuff is a new Seven Lions song, What's Done Is Done. Oh, my gosh. So good. And then Childish Gambino, you know, Troy from Community. Oh, yeah. I love him. He's so awesome.
1: I met him in real person. Did you? I've talked to him for like 30 minutes. Is
2: he as cool yeah. as I think he is?
1: He is. He's a sweetheart. Nice. He's a good good man.
2: Seems like a really nice guy. Just a cool guy.
1: He's a good family man.
2: Good. I love him, yeah. you know, as in a, as a person, but... Anyway, uh, he has a song called Algorithm with a very bizarre spelling. Um, it's it's not Surprising. spelled.
1: Yeah, you gotta be special.
2: Exactly. So it's not spelled normal. So it, you know. Anyway, it's Algorithm weird. I'll put it up there. But
1: it's it's because it's supposed to like you know tap into the fact that he's like rhythm instrument. Ex- like he loves his rhythm. Exactly. So algorithm.
2: Al Gore. Yeah, yeah rhythm or <laughs> algo rhythm. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I picked this one is because well, first of all, that whole new album that he just came out with is is really weird. And I like that. But this algorithm song, it's almost like he's doing the throat singing kind of rap. Oh. It's that's kind of cool. Freaking bizarre, but it's so good. So check that one out. It's in my mix too. And yeah. There you go. There's some new music for you.
1: Yeah. Sounds great. I think thanks thanks that's for all those recommendations.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. And I think that's all we've got for today. So thank you. Mango. Thank you.
1: Oh, so happy to be here.
2: There's one more thing we gotta do really quick, which I think is, you know, so important.
1: Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence.
0: If I could name an element after myself, I'd name it radium, and it'd have an atomic number of 88, because I love the word rad, and 88 is like two infinities next to each other, which is totally rad. But stupid radium already called the name, and oh look, it has the same atomic number. Lame. Mango, thanks for being on. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: It was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. All right. Always. It really always is. Well, we'll have you back soon. And you know what the music means. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. I already told you do it again. Join our discord, join the Spotify mix, join the Facebook group, all that, please. This is where the conversations happen. Go over to realbryanshaw.com slash 218 to get all of those links and connect with us. And we'll see. Oh, Monday. Oh, come on Monday. We've got a great show. Some really encouraging stuff. So join us Monday. Real Brian Show signing off.
1: The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.